You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Hey, welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope all is going well. We're going to take some moments to talk a little bit about the changes in the, um, what's it called, the... Uh, the uh, insurance industry, that's one of the focuses. The healthcare industry, IT, which is Allen Space, politics. We talk a little bit of that. We'll probably spend some time talking about uh, politics later in this show. But we wanted to uh, play a little clip here before we uh, get into this because I want to <laughs> make you aware of uh, you know the, the lack of competition and uh, I guess let it be open to you whether or not you thought uh, that was actually planned. Um, we will, uh, we will, uh, see, but let's just go ahead and listen to a Charlie Rose interview, which recently came out a couple weeks, caught my attention, been meaning to play it on the show, just haven't yet. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's something that you're not going to want to miss. So let's go ahead and listen. As you're so okay, no. <laughs> you may have told me that, so, by the way. Oh, that's nice. Um, <laughs> Let's try sure. but, but my point is that do you have equal impact on serious speeches because it's about style, use of language, et cetera? Uh, I really like, I was very... The, the joke speech is the most fun part of this, but the things I'm the most proud of were the more serious speeches, I think. Healthcare, um, uh, economic speeches, and I think... I Love it wrote the line about, um, if you like your insurance, you can keep it. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Huge impact. And you know what? It's still true. No. Yeah. But uh, 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 it was cool getting to do both of these things. So anyways, I don't know <laughs> if you lost your plan, like th there's the people that are writing the, the speech uh, laughing about it because they seem to think that it wasn't. I think they were laughing about it. Maybe they were being sarcastic. I don't know. But just oh, it sure sounded point. like they were being pretty serious about laughing about the lie, the big lie that was out there about whether or not you could keep your health care plan when they knew that if you didn't meet specific criteria in your plan, you were going to lose it. You know, because remember, it was all about being a qualified plan. And if the plan didn't meet the qualifications set forth by the administration, that plan was going to change or be eliminated. So, you know, they can laugh about it all they want, but they were a bunch of liars, in my opinion, when they when they come out and said that. You know, and for the administration to say, oh, well, we never said that because they did say that. Oh, well, we didn't mean it that way. And yeah, they did. So. But meanwhile, United Healthcare, shocking, not shocking, but they, they really, uh, that was the headline that caught, caught my attention this week. Did you see that, Alan, about how they're literally pulling out of almost every single state-based exchange? Yeah, that doesn't surprise me in the least. I mean, they've said they're losing, what's almost $600 million? So they've got to do something to save their bottom line. You know, they're in a business. They're in it to make a little bit of scratch. And <laughs> you can't run a business and lose that type of money, guys. I mean, when you're talking about a regulated market, which healthcare is, mm -hmm. and they, they were given all the advantages in the world, and they still lost money. So you tell me how bad this is if the companies at the top who 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 signed up for this and were given the bailout of it for three are years. still losing money 
You have to blame Marco Rubio and others for uh, defunding that. Um, I guess you can't blame. I'm not going to say yes, blame might not be the right word, but have to acknowledge the fact that a lot of these premium increases are because that one-year payment was actually canceled one year earlier. And like as we saw, Blue Cross Blue Shield in Texas up 60%. 60%. Well, yeah, and Blue Cross in Nebraska said 34 next year. So, I mean, you get you get what you uh, you pay for. You get what you want when you're dealing with the devil and the devil in the details, and that's the government. <laughs> you know, if you expect the government to take care of you, just, you know, look at how they've tried to change all kinds of different plans and everything every year and the numbers change and you can't plan anything but a 38 percent increase on a 400 a month premium which is roughly the average of, of what somebody might pay uh is over 150 dollars well a yeah month in addition uh that that individuals are going to have to pay and you know when you're only getting a two percent pay raise increase every year that that doesn't even cover the cost of it. Yeah, because it's a total annual cost of $1,800. Just on the premium side, that doesn't impact whether or not somebody might have switched to a plan with a higher deductible to get a, get a lower premium um, or so on and so forth. And um, it's really quite ugly, I, I must yeah. say. Oh, it totally is ugly. Yeah, if I could jump in real fast. Sure. And I had a I had she, someone I was talking to on social media earlier today. I begged her to call in, but she, she, she you know politely said she'd rather not. Um, but just to give you an idea of her story... Um, she's a mature lady, uh, was, was already out of the workforce. Um, she was paying $2,000 a month for her and her husband for health care and subsequently decided to go back to work full time just to get just to get benefits. And I think, and I don't know the story, but there's two ladies, you know, I work in a restaurant right now just to fill in the gap between school. Uh, between uh, undergrad and grad, and there's two ladies that work there. I don't know their life situations, but they're older. They're not what you would normally expect, you know, waiting tables. And I, I just can't help, you know, and, and, and I could be using that as a bad example. That, I don't know their situation, but, I mean, I'm sure there are numbers out there that show there's got to be, you know, more mature-aged people entering, going back into the workforce because of situations like this, because they can't afford it. And how are they, they going to pay for it? Because they're not eligible for these... They're not eligible for Medicare subsidies, yet. government subsidies yeah. or whatever. They're not eligible because they've lived their life and they're, you know, now they're entering the, you know, their later stages of life and they're, I don't want to say they're well off or well to do, but they've, they, they were responsible their whole lives, got to that number that they needed and now they're there. So they're not eligible. And then you know, the, the rules are changing. The, the rules to the game have changed and it's, it's just, you know, for us, for a, I'm blank. I just went through five words I can't say on air in my head. But for a guy who stands up on that stinking podium and talks about fairness all the time, what's fair? I can't imagine anything more fair than to more mature-aged people in our populace who are having to go back to work because they can't afford this stinking law. Right. And at the end of the day, these are probably the people who aren't eligible for Medicare yet, and they made too much money, so they can't get subsidies, and they got to go back to work to be able to afford to be able to take care of themselves, so they can't get to the Medicare age. And meanwhile, these—I just said two more words in my head. These guys on that Charlie Rose YouTube video are laughing about it. It's a joke to them. It's funny to them that they bamboozled a hundred million Americans. They think it's hilarious. They think it's really funny. And you know, for this lady that I'm talking about. 
It's not funny. But do you know this what? is not funny. That's why you got Donald Trump. That's exactly why you got a presidential candidate out of this like a Donald Trump. Because people are waking up to the realization and they're sick and tired of Washington, D.C. saying one thing and then doing another and then changing the rules after they've already made the rules, changing the rules. And so at the end of the day... You know, Americans are sick and tired of it, and it has nothing to do with, you know, what color your skin is or whatever. It, it's the fact that people are waking up to the reality that they're sick of politicians on both sides of the aisle saying one thing, doing another, and then doing another thing after they already did it. Uh, and it's and it gets even more sinister than that, Sean. I hope we can talk about during this show. Um, the California law that I sent you guys. I really want to. I really hope we can get to that because it gets even worse. I mean, what we're talking about now, it's like, yeah, that's pretty bad. But then it gets even worse. And so, you know, I hope we can get to that uh, yeah, during the show. So, hang on out there, everybody. We'll get to that. A new law out of California that will really make your hair stand up on end. Lots of weird things happening in that state. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. But by the way, it is a huge. St- I mean, I don't think people realize how massive uh, California is. Uh, as far as an economy compared to others in well, the world. They're one of the top 20 <laughs> economies in the world just by themselves. They could be their own country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how large it is. And they should be. Probably I would, I would like to see them leave. You know, the land of fruits and nuts, right? <laughs> Please go. Please leave. <laughs> oh, California. going to Ca- We should play some uh, Tupac or, or uh, Biggie going to California. <laughs> going in <laughs> to that segment because uh, I think he actually will. So, like, he's a man. That's why he, he's able to do that. Uh, coming up here next segment, we're going to also be looking at uh, some issues with drug makers. Did you see that thing on uh, 3D printers being able to print drugs? Have you seen oh, that? Oh, yeah. Not only drugs, they can print off now, if I'm not mistaken, transplants. They've done transplants with it. So, uh, come on. I mean, this is the wave of the future, my friend. I mean, if you've got the ability to do it, I'm sure there's recipes out there <laughs> on YouTube. If you got a 3D printer, you can probably pretty much print anything you want because there's somebody who's probably already done it. So for those of you looking to uh, go enjoy yourselves at the Benson Beer Fest later this afternoon, <laughs> have as much as you want, get your money's worth, because uh, they're going to be able to print you out a new liver here <laughs> in the future, potentially. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's some of the things you might want to stick around as we uh, are starting to do this regular uh, segment uh, called The Future of Healthcare, which will be our final segment of the program, talking about... Uh, some of the crazy trends that, that we're starting to, to see out there. I know you're kind of getting excited. Oh, I always get excited about that segment. All right, so let's take a time out here on the show. Join the conversation, if you wish, 402-342-1290, 402-342-1290. When we come back, we are going to look, uh, like I said, at the future of healthcare. care. Uh, look, uh, looks like there's a... Um, an announcement from CMS on the Zika virus. We're working to get a professor from UNMC on the program to talk about that more, but we're going to talk a little bit about this Zika phenomenon. Is it as crazy as everybody thinks? And on that front of of, of uh, insurance companies dropping out of the market, a new one is actually starting to, uh, well, one of the existing players is actually coming up with a new approach. They're partnering with a healthcare provider to start their own program. And I think this is a concept that is um, is viable moving forward. 
And so we'll talk about that a little bit more as well here on America's Healthcare Challenge online at healthreformexplained.com. You can check out the SoundCloud page uh, for this podcast later today and uh, and many, many other great ones on our SoundCloud page.com slash edbellis. And we will be right back. Poetic.